Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. It's Masters Week. It is Masters Week. It's the best week of the year. Uh, Masters Week. So today, I'm actually recording on Wednesday. A little bummed that the Par Three got uh, that got cut short due to uh, due to weather. But hey, that happens. And now it looks like weather's supposed to be good Thursday through Sunday. So hopefully, we'll get a, a great tournament going here. Um, just yeah, I mean everything Masters is just awesome. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to watching. I know I'll be glued to the TV pretty much uh, today through Sunday. Uh, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, before we get into it today, got a cool show. Before we get into it, just let you know this episode brought to you by Team Titleist. And uh, you know we're excited to share with you guys exclusive opportunities from Titleist. But to be a part of them, you have to join Team Titleist. Team Titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing, special events, limited edition gear from Titleist, and so much more. Sign up and join us on Team Titleist at www.titleist.com forward slash Team Titleist. All one word, Team Titleist. So, yeah, if you're somebody who want, who's seen those uh, all-white boxes of Pro V1s floating around and you want to get your hands on some, Team Titleist is the way to do it. So, uh, anyway, yeah, it's, uh, it's Masters Week. Happy Masters Week to everybody. This is... Literally like my Super Bowl every year. I absolutely, you know, it's like my favorite uh, sp- favorite sporting event of the year. Um, you know, I know I had a couple friends go down uh, this week, and uh, they were at practice rounds and stuff like that. Super jealous. I, I, I want to get back so bad. Most of you know I, I went went in 2016, um, and it was just awesome. Uh, it was so, so amazing. I mean, you're just in awe when you walk around the grounds there. So I definitely want to get back sometime soon. I know I put in every year for um, for tickets and every year I get the, the nice rejection email, uh, from Augusta national, but hopefully one of these days I will get back down there again. And, uh, it is, it is always just such a special place. So yeah, a little bummer. Part three, got cut short. Um, it was still fun to watch. Um, I think, you know, seeing all these guys, their families all there out having fun, uh, hitting balls and letting their kids take some swings, all that stuff is, it's just really cool, and you know you get to see kind of a side of these guys that you probably don't really get to see normally, and uh, it's got to be nice, you know, a little relaxation, a little calm before the storm of <laughs> of of uh, you know Thursday teeing off and, and it's go time. So um, it's going to be exciting, going to be fun to see. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm super excited to watch, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'll hopefully hopefully get some work done this week or the next two days, but we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, this week uh, got a great show. Uh, my buddy Spencer Reynolds over at uh, Fujikura, him and I jumped on and uh, just talked some shafts, man. Just kind of bro- went went through, broke down kind of uh, everything in the Ventus line, uh, a little bit of Speeder NX, whatever. But just talked a little bit about just shafts, just kind of geeking out. And, you know, basically talked about a lot of stuff that I know you guys asked me on, on some of our Q&As and stuff like that on Instagram. And uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Club Junkie Pod. Um, and you know, every Wednesday or Thursday, I usually try to do some type of Q and a session where you guys can ask questions and typically it's, you know, comparing clubs or whatever, my thoughts on certain clubs. And, uh, it's, uh, it's fun. It's a lot. It's a blast. I, I love how, how many questions I get, how crazy in depth some of the questions are. And, uh, you know, I, I like chatting with you with everybody just about golf equipment. It's just, just what I love. So, um, so that's always fun. But yeah, we, 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 we kind of just, you know, show, shot the breeze about a lot of that stuff. You know, a lot of the questions I got kind of went to him, asked him and, uh, you know, kind of broke down each shaft, kind of what it does, who it's for, kind of maybe a little bit of how to compare to each other. And, uh, it was just a, a fun conversation of just two guys talking shafts. So, 
Um, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we'll be here next week. We'll talk uh, probably a little roundup of the Masters. I know I don't break down a ton of tour stuff, but it is the Masters, so I will probably uh, break down a little bit of what happened. But uh, hopefully you guys have a good weekend. Enjoy the Masters. Enjoy this interview with me and Spencer Reynolds, and uh, we'll guys talk next week. All right, what's up, everybody? We're back, and uh, like I told you, here with Spencer Reynolds from Fujikura. Spencer, thanks for taking the time, man, on, uh, on a busy, busy Masters week. Thanks for taking a little BK, time. <laughs> anything for you, buddy. Yeah, I know. I make time for the great Brian. Oh, man, you're going to make my head explode. It's not going to fit in the little frame here. I uh, see your headphones are swelling out as I keep talking. <laughs> yeah, these the Sonys aren't going to be able to hold uh, this melody. That's right. Uh, it's, That's al- right. it's already large, and it's not from ego. It's unfortunately <laughs> uh, just uh, genetics. But uh, it's, ha- it's housing a lot of very valuable information, is what it's doing. So I, I, you, I don't, you need I don't that. know if my wife would agree with that, but I <laughs> yeah, think other not. golf junkies uh, li- like us uh, who listen to this show uh, probably do agree that the amount of yes. uh, you know shaft knowledge and all that that uh, that I possess is is valuable. But uh, my wife doesn't see it the same way. So, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, we got a, a Masters week. It's uh, it's always super exciting. I mean, this is just like the craziest week in golf, and for a lot of play, people, it's like this is the start. Like this is it. This is so, kickoff, man. I know. I've been watching uh, a lot of live on the range, just watching like Tiger hit balls, some other players right? hitting balls, and all that. And it's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty cool to see. So, um, yeah, man, Masters is up, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of start with the tour. I mean, it's one of those things where I know, you know. Ventus, I mean, it's been around for a while, but man, I mean, on tour, it seems like every day I watch, it's just like guys with woods. It's they've got Ventus in the bag, so uh, Ventus yeah. is still holding strong yeah. on tour, right? I mean, it's still going real strong. Yeah, very much so. You know, across all three and now four profiles with TR, um, yeah, it's going great. We had our 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 fifth win in a row with Ventus last week, which was wow. awesome. Um, I I think you know right now we're basically sitting at. 13 that was our 13th driver shaft win out of 25 events this year so we're blowing through it man and it's uh it's an exciting ride to be on and uh yeah like you said every every week we tune in and we kind of we check that survey and we uh we watch tv on sunday and we can't believe we're just going gangbusters and it's awesome we feel good about it (laughs) it is really awesome i mean like i said i mean i'm one of those guys when i watch the pj tour i'm watching for what clubs are in people's bags you know what shafts what grips what whatever and, uh, yeah, I mean, it just seems like every week it's like no matter who's on top of the leaderboard, we're seeing silver graphics up near the handle. And, and depending yeah, on the lighting, gonna... it, it may be hard to tell between blue and black, but uh, yep. there, there's a lot of them out there. So that uh, now that, uh, that decal has gotten some, gotten some pretty quick recognition these days, which is awesome. <laughs> it, you can spot it from a mile away. It really has. Like, do, you, do you ever sit back in the office with the other guys and kind of wish, like, man, if we would have only made, like, neon yellow and neon red like man they would be everywhere <laughs> i'll put it to you this way um you know hindsight is always 2020 <laughs> um, so yeah it's very easy to sit back and say oh you know it would have been cool if we did this and did this and did this but uh you know ultimately um the, the great thing about kind of the blue black and red profile situation is we we have this really good understanding amongst our fitters and then on tour too it's, we've kind of simplified what launch profiles do based on color and so it really streamlines the story. It's it's easier for everybody to understand. Um, so yeah, I mean we're happy with our with our red blue black. Ventus is certainly not the first profile to use that that color combo in our family. We did it with Atmos as well and some other parts. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's crazy to see and and we get excited about it every week just like it's a, the first week out on tour for so sure. It's fun. And, and I think the other interesting thing too is near kind of the end of last year and even into this year, how many guys 
you're starting to see red pop up a lot. And I know a lot of sure. people kind of have this thought of red being, you know, oh, it's high launch or you know, it's higher launch, it's you know, higher spinning than the other two or, and whatnot. But you're seeing a lot of guys start to use it not not only just in fairway woods where you know a lot of players look for maybe a little higher launch or you know a little added spin, but you're starting to see in drivers too. And it's it's kind of yeah. amazing that 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 shaft is caught on really well on tour also. Yeah, for sure. And I, there's a few factors in there as well. You know, like like you and I have discussed a million times. You know, high launch, high spin, <laughs> higher spin is relative to the player, right? Especially when you start to get into the seven X's and eight X's and sort of heavier, stiffer profiles. Inherently, you know, there's not many things out there that are going to be in an eight X or seven X that launch quote unquote high, yeah. right? Maybe <laughs> higher, but not not high. Uh, um, but yeah, I think it's this really cool combination of, of you know being able to pair a profile that has a lot of stability, especially in the handle section. I mean, it really mimics the handle section of Ventus Black more than more than it does blue. Uh, this is a softer sort of mid to tip profile, and that really couples pretty well with with today's sort of lower spinning golf balls and lower spinning drivers. Um, you know, and that's where I think you see that transition. It's really great in a fairway, but it starts to work in driver as well. As long as you see a a good peak trajectory without too much spin and too much ballooning and sort of enhanced carry distance, there's a lot of guys that are that are into that. Yeah, sure. yeah, no, and, and, and like you said, I mean, those guys too. It's it's they're all they're they're also not after the they're not chasing low spin like they're not sitting there going right. after crazy right. low spin numbers because they are so efficient majority of them hit up on the ball they're very neutral i mean there's very few guys who hit down on it unless they're maybe hitting a specific shot but uh yeah, I mean, so, so they're not out there looking for the absolute lowest spinning combination they're looking for something to hit those those launch windows or or, or find that that feel that, that they're really looking for to dial it in so um you know, I, I can see where something you know that's not black fits into their their bag fairly easily. I mean, totally. When you look at spin on a golf ball, a lot of that is it just it traces back to control. Spin equals control. Yeah. And so some players naturally have that. Um, you know, the way that they deliver the golf club, and some players need a little more assistance from from component parts or loft in the club or whatever it is. But you know, that's really kind of finding that sweet spot of of maximizing distance without losing control of the golf ball. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's the great thing about having three profiles is that. It can slot into just about anybody's bag um, and, and give good results. So it's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so let, let, let's get into a few parts to talk about. I know my show, I mean, I, I do a ton of, uh, or not a ton, I, I like to say I do a ton of Q&As, but I really struggle each week to make sure that I get in on, like, Wednesdays or Thursdays because I just right. lose track of time. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and before we get into parts, notice that behind you, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, on Golf WRX Radio, you can see behind Spencer is, uh, I noticed some of the high-speed cameras from the old Enso system uh, sitting yeah. behind you. So you're, you're uh -huh. definitely hanging out in the, uh, the hitting bay, the Enzo bay. I am. And I uh, am. before we get into this few parts, like, break down a little bit what Enzo is for some people who, who may not know yet. Yeah, for sure. So Enzo is our, basically our, our proprietary 3D motion capture software system. And we recorded over a 1,000 frames per second. And we use a, a series of sensors on the shaft and on the club head itself to basically measure everything that the shaft does during, before, and after impact. And uh, for us, it's become a real stable in, in our R&D process. One, one thing that, that's great about Fujikura is we have the ability to build, prototype, and test everything in-house here. And a lot of our R&D is driven from Enzo Analytics. We've looked at you know thousands upon thousands of combinations to see what shafts do if it's soft in this section or stiffer in this section, or if it's you know stiff in two sections and soft in one section. So we have all this data that when we start to go down a path of we want to design a new profile, a new part, we kind of say, okay, what do we want it to do, right? What, what are the characteristics we want of this shaft to be? And then we kind of go back to Enzo Analytics and we say, okay, we've we've done some 
some research with this. We've done some study with this. This is kind of the results it produces. This is how we get there. And then we marry that with material integration. We, we bust it out in the back room, and we bring it in here, and we test it. And the, the great thing about utilizing analytics in that way is that there's there's definitely trial and error, but we're really on the track we want to be on basically from the first prototype. So it, it streamlines everything from an R&D perspective, and um, it's really cool to see utilizing analytics into a build and then testing the build and see it get validated. We kind of go, boom, we did it. <laughs> Done. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you, you don't have to basically waste a bunch of time with you know hundreds of prototypes when you can scale it down to a couple, take yeah. them out, yeah. kind of verify. Yep, yeah, that's kind of what we thought it would do, or it, oh, it wasn't, and then kind of yep. go from there. Which is uh, it's got a speed of the process to come out with stuff greatly. Totally. And 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 at Fuji, you know, a big part of what we do is is consumer testing. We've got a full time product testing coordinator, which is pretty rare in the shaft business to have that. But we're really dedicated to understanding how our shafts perform with consumers. And a big thing with us is also we're very focused on the tour for sure, but you know we also understand that's a very elite group of players. And so our challenge is always to produce a part that can appeal to tour players all the way down to amateurs. And so we're very cognizant of the fact that we could put in certain techs or build specs that might be very beneficial to that 1% of golfer, but we want to make sure that anything we do is going to translate all the way across the board. And so that that's sort of one of our driving beacons, so to speak, when we do shaft design is, is this going to perform better for everyone? And once we make it, we offer it in a, you know, array of weights and flexes. And that's where something like Ventus and VeloCore is so awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's beneficial for all golfers to have a more stable shaft. And so it, it, that's that sort of trickle down effect of you're definitely capturing that top 1%, but everyone down to your weekend warrior is going to benefit from it. And I, I think that's why we've seen so much success with it. And it's such a successful part. It's great. Yeah. No, I mean, it's been huge. I mean, across, I mean, you know, we've been talking and it's like, yeah, when I go to some of these uh, OEM media events, it's like you're watching people go through fittings and it's like how many Venta shafts are sitting next to the staff bag or next to the stand right. or whatever. And it's right, like, right. They're everywhere, but also in the forum. I mean, how many people are, are still playing? And when you look at kind of the what's in the bags and people discussing what they've been trying or whatever, and, you know, most of our audience, which is very niche, I mean, as much as, you know, everybody listening thinks that, that we are a huge, we're kind of a small sliver of golfers, you know, of guys who are dreaming of, you know, 9X Ventus Blacks and things like that. Like, that, right. that's not a extremely popular part outside of Golf WRX. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even on, on tour, we have a we have a very small presence of TX flexes, and, and uh, yep. we, we see more Xs tipped an inch um, than we really do true TX flexes, and, and that, that's not... You know, right or wrong is sort of the way it yeah. shakes out. That that sort of builds better for a lot of tour players. But um, we definitely have them in the arsenal in case we need them. And I know that your your readers love them. Yeah, and it's like put a T in front of that X, and it's like Christmas came. Oof. It's I awesome. mean, I don't think I've ever been. I mean, the the, the group that uh, that we are. I mean, so many people. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a slow swinger by a long shot compared to some of the guys that, uh, that we have on the on the site. Right. So it's uh it, it's crazy to think about, but. Uh, but yeah, jumping into some of the parts, I mean, I always get a lot of questions people always ask, you know, when they're looking for shafts. And like I said, I do Q&As on, on, on Instagram, and if you don't follow, at Club Junkie Pod. And if you want to, it's uh, at Fuji, uh What's Fujikura one? It's Fujikura Tour. Right. Yep. Or we're at Fujikura Golf. You can find us pretty easily. Yeah. I, I, like, I, it's, it comes up always with your story, and I, I just never like to look at it. Because, I mean, I, I click on it, but I never like to look at the actual thing. But um, I always get a lot of questions about, like, you know, 
shafts for this and shafts for that. And, and, and what I want to do is just kind of get into just generalizations of, of that. Because realistically, I mean, we sure. all know the only way to say for sure if a certain shaft is going to fit your swing and your game or whatever is to go get fit. And, and that's the only way Absolutely. to do it. But there are Absolutely. people like myself who are just you know going to hit everything because they can, and uh, some guys like to build stuff in their own basement shop like me. Um, sure. So just in, in terms of general, I mean, let's start with just uh, like Speeder NX, and I know it's not a Ventus part, but Speeder NX. Um, yeah. I actually really like it. It's actually in one of my three woods. I never really thought it was going to be kind of a three wood shaft for me, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think you guys sent me a seventy grand version, and I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to try it there. Um, but in, in terms of Speeder NX, what what does that shaft kind of, in general, what, what does that shaft kind of characteristically wise do? You know, if you were to relate it to anything that's that I would say is is sort of uh, common knowledge in our shaft space, if you wanted to compare it to like a Vincis Blue or something like that, it's it's of that similar profile. You know, that variable torque has increased stiffness in the tip and in the handle section, yeah. a little bit softer in the midsection. I'd say apples to apples, if you laid them down against each other versus a Vincis Blue, you'd probably see a little bit higher launch, a little bit higher spin. Um, but with a lot of the same stability characteristics, by reinforcing that tip and that handle section, um, you, you really brought a lot of stability to that profile, but there's still a tremendous amount of sort of that feel in the midsection, which is something that, you know, Speeder historically has been known for. It kind of has this unique sort of Speeder feel, and it's um, it's something, you know, we definitely didn't want to get away from, but it's trying to marry that that you know, smoothness and that, that feeling of a nice kick with adding some stability sort of to both parallel ends of the shaft. Um, but yeah, I, I would say it's, it's kind of in that family when you talk about, talk about reinforcing tip sections, especially you start to kind of get into that family a little bit, but it doesn't surprise me that that's a, a fairway option for you because it does kick it up a little bit. It would yep. spin it just a little bit more. It's, um, it's pretty easy to swing basically at all, all weights and flexes. So, uh, and it can hang in there when you get, when you get into the seventies and, you know, you get the heavier weights and the stiffer flexes. I mean, it, it's not—it's not shy. It's got a lot of stability to it. And it's got a lot of beef to it. But um, I would say, kind of in, in that realm, it, it maybe has a little more softness, a little more smoothness to it. Uh, but it's—it's it's even hard to say that because, you know, one of the things that we get told the most about Vince's Blue is how smooth yeah. it feels. So it's—you know—it's <laughs> it, hard to you know pit one against the other. But but on a scale, I would say you know. A little bit higher launching, a little bit more spin. Yeah, and that's the thing with, I mean, when people talk about feel and how smooth, I mean, this feel is so subjective, subjective as well. I mean, totally. it, it's like wearing a pair of shoes, you know, like I could go out and say, hey, this pair of shoes is the best, you know, most comfortable pair of shoes in the world, and you could put them on, and you've got different feet, and go, these are horrible, like they, they fit, t-, you Oh, know? yeah. So feel, I mean, in, in terms of that, it is totally subjective, and, you know, like I said, what, what some people find the smoothest shaft, other people may find and say, well, you know, it's not that way for me. So, uh, but you're right. I mean, the, the one thing I was impressed with Speeder NX, and I don't know why. I think because hitting all the previous generation like Speeder Evolutions, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a, a much softer shaft in terms of the feel. Like I, I thought it would right. load, you know, load real easy and uh, and all that. And it isn't, it, especially in the 70 gram. It does have some stoutness to it. And like you said, if you're sure. a guy who's got really, you know, fast clubhead speed, it's definitely something that isn't going to feel loose or uh, it's not going to feel whippy by any means. I was kind of impressed with how kind of stout it felt while still being smooth and not having any harsh vibration or anything like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good midway point. Um, like you said, it's it's got a little bit of that signature sort of smoothness that you would have expected, but it, but it holds in there just a little bit better. Um, somebody told me one time it, it was like if Ventus Blue and an old speeder had a baby. That's what, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that would be the product. So, uh, but yeah, you're totally right. I mean, feel is absolutely subjective, and that's you know even when we talk about Ventus, that's one of the great things about even adding you know TR into the mix is. Um, 
a lot of really great reception with that part as it does sort of walk the line between a blue and a black. Uh, and some, some players said, man, this is exactly what I want. And then there were some players that go, eh, it's still a little bit too soft or, eh, it's a little bit too stiff. I like the original blue better, and that's okay. Um, I think the beauty of our lineup is we have these sort of specific, you know, feels and profiles that we don't overlap too much. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's places for anyone to go, even if there's subtle tweaks. If you say, ah, something's not quite right here, right quite here, you know, I got something in the middle. And uh, we've got this, this, a really good lineup with a lot of good options. Uh, I agree. I mean, I think there's something that that'll fit anybody. I mean, in terms of, you know, whatever, you know, you want to do in terms of launch characteristics, in terms of feel, in terms of whatever you're looking for. There's there, there's a shaft in the, the Fujikura line that's probably going to fit those needs. It, I'd yeah. be hard-pressed to see if there's not. I mean, really, the, the, pretty much everything's covered uh, if you look at the whole spectrum of shafts, which is, is quite large, to be honest. It, it's kind of funny when you look yeah. at everything because everybody kind of focuses on Ventus, and then you forget that there is Speeder NX, Motor AX. I mean, there's there are other shafts out there that you guys make that fit other needs that you know I think people have kind of forgotten about a little bit. Uh, but are still there for certain swing types, certain launch windows, everything like that. Yeah, and there's and we we run a breadth of product uh, kind of through price point as well. I mean, we go uh, we kind of start at the Vista Pro level and go all the way up to Ventus and and, and Speeder, and um, you know that I think. I think there's maybe two myths I would say about Fujikura, and one is like all, all of our stuff is super expensive, and the other is that you have to be you know a tour pro speed to, to hit it, and uh, you know it's just it's not true, uh, which is good. It's good yeah. that that's not true. Um, we we run the gambit in, in in price and and in profiles and in feel, and we got a little bit of something for everybody, which is which is great. Yeah, and, and one of those shafts that's not crazy crazy expensive, is not selling the super high end. The, and I just mentioned it, the Matori X. I mean, F1 yeah, and F2, F1 and F3. Um, I do have to say, I remember uh, my original sim, uh, you know, I was told, hey, you need to try the F3 in that head. Mm-hmm. It's a really good combo. And I remember hitting F3, 6X in, in the original sim and, and being kind of shocked at how good those two married up because, you know, that F3 had a little bit of spin. That sim head was super low spin. And the ball speed generated by Matore X, it was just like one of those things that man, you could you could bomb some drives with that combo. But totally, Matore totally. X. I mean, you got F1, which is kind of the low launch uh, version. F3, a little higher launch. Um, but they both are, are great at you know if you're looking for somebody who, who wants looking for ball speed, they tend to fit that bill. Yeah, I mean, it's a profile with accelerated taper. It's built to be fast, and a lot of the tech that's under the hood there was derived from sort of, you know, Velocore learnings and, and Enzo learnings and, and sort of Ventus technology. It's it's not the same as Aventus. Uh, Aventus is kind of ratcheted up and not with the tech that's, that's inside, but, you know, that's kind of the cool thing is every time we introduce these flagship products, whether that's Ventus, whether that's Ventus TR, or even, you know, Speeder NX, we start to understand these these techs, whether that's, you know, integration of exotic spread tone material or whether it's variable torque and all these little things. The great thing is once they're in the atmosphere, it's hard for us to ignore the cool things that they do. And you start <laughs> to see this little trickle down effect that everything's got a little, you know, a little bit of something in it all the way down into our Vista Pro series. I mean, we've learned over time how to just make better and better product. And, uh, you know, we're able to integrate that tech even at a smaller level all the way through our entire catalog. So, you know, yeah. that's a great point about Matori X. I mean, that's uh it was built for speed, and, and it, it delivers. It's a fast shaft. Yeah, and, and I think the F1 is one of those ones that, uh, unfortunately, I think kind of got overshadowed by Ventus Black. But, a little bit. you know, being a little lower launching, a little lower spinning, but still having a good kick at impact, there's a lot of players who, who could love a little speed, but they need to still have that lower launch, lower spin. But that F1, like I said, I think just unfortunately kind of got got you know, overshadowed by its bigger brother a little bit. But it's a shaft that, 
you know, if you're looking for a little lower launch and, and that, but you don't want to lose that really good kind of feel and impact, F1's a great option. It totally is. And, and, and to your point, I would say as far as, you know, maybe adoption rate or popularity, however you want to categorize it, um, you know, F1's a little bit the sleeper. F3 was kind of the, kind of the flagship, so yep. to speak. But but you're totally right. I mean, it, it'll... <laughs> It's it's got some meat to it. It'll hang in there with you. There's no doubt. It's a good it's a good part. Yeah, I, I got to hit it actually. I think uh, before well, before it ever launched, I was out in San Diego uh, in Carlsbad, and, and I was there at headquarters. I got to hit it, and I was like, wow, this thing feels great. But I'm like, it is not me, man. Like this thing is just right. It's too low. Like I don't remember what head I was hitting it in there, but I was in the uh, in the shop hitting it, and I was like, this thing. I mean, it's good, but it ain't gonna make it in my bag. And I don't know. I'm an F, I'm an F3 guy. I'm a yeah. Vincent Blue guy. So all of you can tell me what it feels like when you actually hit a golf ball hard. I would, <laughs> you can just, just just tell me how it feels, and I'll believe you. Yeah, I'm about to say I, I, that's unless it's the right head. I the, the, those the, the low, low launch, low spin guys are just uh, they tend not to be my friend. But and, and then let's talk about it. Vent is black. It's the one that I mean. I guess if golf WRXers had a shaft, it would be it. I mean, the low launch, low spin. It's kind of a beast. Uh, I do have to say, though, in, in, in say, like, the, the lighter weights, it doesn't tend to be as brutal. I mean, you, you know, even if yeah. you have a decent amount of club head speed or you need that to change that launch window, I mean, if you get down to the, the sixes and, and, what, there's even a five. Um, there is. Getting into those, they're a little more playable. They're, they're easy to square up. They're not crazy. I mean, yeah, when you get into the seven Xs and the eight, I mean, those things start getting right. pretty pretty beefy. But that black is, is actually pretty playable in the, in the lighter weights for even guys with moderate club head speeds. Yeah, and inherently, like you're talking about, anytime you start to back weight off, you know, you start to get to that, especially in that 50 gram range. It's you know, you're you're going to give up some stiffness as well. Um, they, those two just kind of work together. Even in an X profile, it's going to be very different than a 70 X, yeah. right? Um, but you know what's what's interesting about Ventus Black is um, I've heard a lot of players say that it's finally their answer to something that they can just go after and not worry, right? It's, yeah. it's finally their answer to. I can smash at this thing, and I've got enough stability and certainly enough stiffness in the tip that if I start to lose things left or right, unless it's me, it's not going wild offline, which is kind of a, a phenomenon and a good feeling for high swing speed players to have, you know, that idea that I can really rip at it and not just kind of hold my breath and hope I don't take <laughs> out a window. <laughs> um, and, then, and then the flip side of that is uh, – I think we saw a lot of good feedback with Ventus TR because there was a lot of players that said the same thing. They said, you know, I'm a higher swing speed player, and I love the stability of Ventus Black, but when I peg it at 645 in the morning and it's kind of, you know, it's like 50 degrees out, <laughs> you know, I, I wince a little bit when I when I put that ball on the tee, you know, like, you know, I kind of got to bring it or, or this is going to feel, you know, pretty firm. So, um, yeah, but, it, but it, it is an awesome, you know, the ultimate sort of stiff, low, low profile yep. shaft that – you know, for the right player, it's a godsend. And for the wrong player, it's uh, no thanks. I'd like to try something else, please. <laughs> well, the other thing about it, too, is that it, it does it. It offers kind of that low launch, low spin, but it still doesn't have harshness to it. Like, there are some shafts yeah. out there that, that, you know, perform well in terms of they get the ball down, they lower the spin. But, when you you know, when you make impact, the field just isn't quite as nice. And the vent is black. As long it, it is stout. Like, I mean, it, it definitely is a stiff profile from, you know, butt to tip. But it isn't harsh or anything like that i mean it still does give you some feel uh, even though you know you're launching it low and spinning it low yeah and i, I think that's a, a great comment bk and i think that's true of the entire ventus line yeah. is that uh there, there's just still we, we found the recipe that you can still marry this next level stability and consistency without giving up on feel and you know it's kind of the easy thing to do is 
you know, dump feel out the window and just, you know, integrate the stiffest, you know, materials we can find and, and put a bunch of wraps on it and make it heavy and super stout and <laughs> go have fun. But um, to your point, yeah, even even Vince's Black, which is a profile that's geared more towards players that really want to limit, you know, the amount of, like, kick and feel. You know, they want to feel that the shaft is kind of in one place for the whole swing. Uh, even at impact, they'll tell you that it, it feels – you know, not forgiving and not soft, but not like you're just swinging a you know a telephone pole either. Yeah, there's a little give to it. Exactly. Um, and then you get into Vendas Blue, kind of like the the, the OG. I mean, it was the first one yeah. out, uh, the one that everybody kind of saw. It's still a ton of bags on tour, a ton of bags here. I mean, yeah. I, I was telling you the other day. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've been to like three OEM uh, you know launch events, and every one of them for driver, they fit me into Vendas Blue. Um, which is interesting because I typically that's the one I play the least when it, out on the course sometimes. But well, uh, tell tell all of them the checks in the mail and appreciate their service. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but Ben is blue. I mean, it's kind of the uh, you know the mid-launch guy, uh, the one that probably in terms of you know players maybe the widest in terms of you know a little overlap over black and red or whatever maybe the widest. But Ben is blue still you know super popular. I still see a ton of them in bags. Um, but it is. It's just we kind of a workhorse of the too. Ventus line almost. Yeah, very much so. I mean, you know, in, anytime you introduce a new part, you know, you kind of have this six-month-to-a-year window where it's going to be popular because it's a new part. Yeah. And, you know, people are going to want to bring it in. People are going to try it, et cetera, et cetera. And then kind of after that point, you, you see where the dust settles. And here we are three years later, and, and one of the things that, you know, we contend in this office is that the reason we continually sell so many Ventus parts, you know, even – even the black and red, but especially the blue, is that it just performs for a lot of people, yeah. you know, and 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 that's the cool thing to see the longevity of of that design and that performance that it really does just continually fitting after fitting after fitting really do what a player needs it to do. Um, but yeah, you know, blues blues totally the kind of mid launch low spin. It's pretty soft in the handle section. You can feel some transition, some kick. It's very stiff in the tip, so you don't lose it left or right. It's it's a little bit. Uh, I know for a player like myself, it was it was really something awesome to find because I personally like a shaft that has some give in the handle section and inherently the issue was I always found shafts that were like that but they were softer in the tip section which you know my misses left and I, I don't really like uh, I don't like to feel a lot of kick at the bottom um, but I need it in the top section so what I used to always have to do is just find softer handle shafts and then just tip them a lot um, <laughs> which does not is not very conducive to good feel right <laughs> no. so so when a player like me gets a hold of a, of a Ventus Blue I mean it's it's really firing on all cylinders and I think that's probably true for a lot of players which is great yeah and that one there I'm kind of sh- not a shock but uh, the first time I got my hands because I, I typically you know in driver play like 6x and then you know, fairway would have been a play 7x, but I'm like, I probably, I, I kind of fluctuate. I just like the weight, but, you know, in terms of how much speed I carry, it's like I'm kind of in between. Uh, but the one mm-hmm. thing with Vent is blue, I thought was, you know, in a 7x, it isn't, like, punishing you. You can go out, like yeah. you said, it's got a little softer handle. The, you know, it's easy to feel it load. It has a great release at impact. Uh, and it doesn't feel like, you know, you know, black is, is stout. I mean, you get to blue, and it definitely has a little more livelier feel. Uh, and it feels like you're kind of transferring more energy and all that. And it doesn't play as, as brutal, even in the heavier weights, as, you know, some of the stuff with the really stiff handle sections. Yeah, totally agree. It's it's a nice it's it's nice to have that, that sort of range, you know, that to be able to keep a similar feel and be able to bump it up and weight and flex and not lose it entirely. That's a, it's a nice spot to be in. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I've, I've got a couple of, you know, fairways and stuff that, 
Like I said, just just was surprised. I was like, you know, like when you look at seven X, you're going, oh boy, all right, like let's uh, <laughs> let, let's go, let's let's bring some heat. And it's like, well, you really don't have to here. Like you're all right. Um, yeah, I remember when we came out with TR. I was so excited for you to hit it because for so long we had ta- you had told me be like, ah, oh, you know, like I'm right in between a blue and a black, and you know the black is good, sometimes a little too stiff, and the blue is good, but sometimes I feel like I want to go after it. And I was just like, I want to tell you about something so badly. <laughs> And I just can't yet, but you're going to be happy with it. Yeah, and then, and then let, let's move to that one right there, TR, because it's, it's a little bit of the, you know, it, it's still it's the newest one uh, out yep. of the Ventus line, the brand new, the Ventus, yep. it, it basically what is officially Ventus TR Blue, I mean, it's the yeah. official name. Yeah, sure. Um, and I know there's a million questions about will there be a black and a red, and Spencer's not going to say yes or no to that. Um, so do you, want me to, do you want me to answer that now so we can just get it out of the way? <laughs> well, I mean, people are going to want to know. People want to know, will there be the two matching red and blacks? It is absolutely in the consideration set. Okay. <laughs> was that good? Was it, that a good answer? Was that the Tiger Woods, I may play at the Masters yeah, today? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let me wait nine more uh, holes. Yeah, <laughs> as, as I'm lacing up my shoes. Yeah, I might play. We'll might see play. what happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, the, I mean, the, the Ventus TR Blue, I mean, uh, again, the, the blue, sim, you know, kind of the symbolization of this is kind of more the mid-launch uh, type arena. But, yep. yeah, definitely a, a little... Uh, Kind of a, I wouldn't say a totally different, but a little different feel than Ventus Blue. If you're to kind yeah. of blind taste that's the two, you're not going to really know that they're similar in a sense. They do feel mm-hmm. very different. Um, but yeah, TR, like you said, was I tend to have a really quick motion. My my tempo is not Ernie L smooth. Um, so for me, that you know stuff like Ventus Black and Ventus Red, I tend to I, I tend to feel a little more comfortable with. Uh, where sure. Blue, yeah, it, it's it you know that loading sensation is just it, it, like I said, it, it doesn't jive with me as well as, as other shafts but you know as soon as i was able to hit tr i think the first thing i said i was i was out there and uh in the hitting bay there and i think i hit it and i was like wow you could definitely tell this upper handle section is, is definitely yeah. more stout than Ventus blue but uh yeah, yeah. tr kind of where does it fit kind i mean because i know it's not exactly but where does it kind of fit in the range with the other three um i would really say if you're going to pinpoint it from a fitting perspective it would slot between blue and black yep. um it's a little lower launching and lower spinning than a blue but not quite so much so as black um it would it would lean more towards blue than black yeah. but it really is it, it's kind of a tweener and that you know kind of your earlier question about will it be a, a black and a red what's interesting is that when you have this really strong profile in original ventus with red blue and black and you're you're, you're capturing basically three player pools really efficiently uh, the question on our end is like, well, there's some stragglers out there we might be able to reach if we made a few tweaks here and there. And, and, and so that's why I say it's definitely the consideration set. If we start to see things like material integration or design changes that produce very specific results and, uh, you know, very successful results, then we're absolutely going to explore that, you know, within those different pockets. Yeah. Um, but we definitely, we definitely started with blue because there's feedback from, uh, you know, players on tour and, uh, you know, you know, fitters and dealers that that was probably the only downside or complaint about blue was that some guys and gals prefer, preferred that softer feel, uh, but it was just a little too soft in that handle section. And then we were talking about Enzo earlier. What's cool is we take that information, we go run that back through Enzo and we look at it and we go, huh, you know what? <laughs> It actually does bend a little bit in that mid-to-handle section. We could probably beef that up a little bit. It would probably do this, this, and this. And then the question is, well, okay, how are we going to do that? What material are we going to use? And then we, we go down a whole other rabbit hole of, of design changes. But it's interesting how those little nuggets make their way into, well, yeah, we got some data on that. We can look that up. And then sure <laughs> enough, when we, we produce something, it, it, it does what we're looking for it to do. And, you know, it makes this really great 
tweener product for players like yourself that have a quicker transition but like to have some feel and it's still you know ultra stiff tip um, still very very stable still houses velocore technology so it's basically the in some ways it's just like a blue enhanced um but in a good way yeah. you know it, it it fills a fills a niche yeah, no, I mean, and it really is. I mean, I'm a guy who, you know, the, the, the idea, the profile of black, like, fits, I think, my, my tempo, my swing characteristics, but I don't hit it very high. You know, I'm, I'm, I hit yep. it fairly flat, so, you know, to, to, to have a chef that launches that low, I mean, you know, something like TR definitely, you know, where, where, where again, I mean, I could find a way, but, yeah, you know, like you said, you could go out and tip something or do something. You could probably find a way to kind of Frankenstein something together. But mm-hmm. to just go I've out and there. be able to say, oh, yeah, give me a TR, you know, Vince TR, 6A, you know, whatever. You know, be able to just go in, hit that, and not have to mess around with, all right, well, if I tip this an inch or an inch and a half, and da-da-da, you know, can I make this thing work? And you don't have to do that. You can just roll in and, you know, yeah. TR, like I said, for me, it just, it, it just feels more in control, you know, throughout the swing. And, and for me, it just gives me a little bit more confidence that, you know, yes, if I shut the face, swing over the top, I'm going to hit it left. Like, I'm just going to do that. There's no shaft that will save me. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm still looking for one myself. Yeah, let, let, me, exactly. let me know when you find that cure for the shut face. That would be awesome. That'd be great. But uh, you know, but, but it gives you that confidence that you know what if I put a decent swing on it, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna find the fairway or be close to it, and, and it's gonna give me just that little bit of con, you know control that maybe I didn't have with with blue for me. So yeah, and and you bring up a good point about you know tipping and and what's cool about having a. Uh, a myriad of really solid profiles to choose from as you can start to dial it in really closely and then you can use tipping to really fine tune it. You're not really stuck in a scenario where you're forced to tip something to try to get a performance characteristic. You know, you can, you can get pretty close um, with an existing profile and then you can kind of go that next level and and dial in with a half inch, an inch, whatever you might want to do, but it gives a player more options and, and it just leads to a more, you know, finely tuned and specific fit. And uh, as, as hokey as this sounds, uh, <laughs> it, it is always our, our biggest thrill to help golfers play better. And, yeah. and we, we love to see our stuff on TV. We love to see our tour pros doing well with it. But, um, you know, what really drives us is that idea of we are in a position where we can help golfers play better golf. And, and, and if we can do it, I mean, we're going to go all in and do it. And so offering more options and more profiles really just reaches that many more golfers, and that's our opportunity to make that many more golfers better. I mean, we're we're all in on that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, it is. I mean that's 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 like one of the things when people ask me about like you know working with, uh, you know OEMs and, and companies like you guys and stuff, and it's like across the board if you go to any golf manufacturer of any type of equipment or whatever. There is no such thing as just like, eh, yeah, we're just throwing something out there. Like the amount right, of R and D and tech that goes into every product, from the smallest golf ball to grips to what I mean, every company that is out there trying to make better products to make you play better golf. Like it's just totally that's what it is. And yes, companies are trying to pay the people who work there, and they're trying to keep the lights on. And yes, they do have to make a profit in order to do those things. But at the end of the day they're really trying to make great products it really Uh, is that absolutely i mean i would say that's a blanket statement across our entire industry every oem every every everybody that's making anything golf related i mean it's a it's a passion industry yeah um there's a we play golf we love golf we're we all want to be better at golf (laughs) um and like even for me personally you know uh i was kind of a late bloomer to the game of golf and that was one of the reasons i got so into fitting and equipment was you know, I I wanted to find ways that I could improve my own game. And when you start to see the effect that properly fit golf equipment can have, you know, it really, it, it blows your mind. And then when you think, well, man, if we can introduce, you know, X more people to this yeah. over time, 
like what an eye-opening, awesome experience to be a part of. And um, you know, we have an excellent you know charter dealer network that that supports us in a huge, huge way. We've got we've got amazing club fitters. You know, our tour staff is incredible. So I'm very proud of our company and and you know the daily steps that we take to to help players improve and. Um, I can tell you, we're not going to let up anytime soon. We're all <laughs> we're all thrilled to be doing it. Yeah, and then uh, so the the, the one the, the last thing. So I mean, you already mentioned red. We kind of talked about that in the beginning, right after sure. sure. Um, but there is a very interesting forum thread that I was kind of going through, and guys were calling it the Ventus Purple, and oh, they were yeah. basically talking about taking a Ventus red, especially in fairways. It sounded more than they were doing this, and if you tipped it an inch, it would adjust mm-hmm. the playing characteristics where they would say it would be. You know, a little closer to bluish, and it would kind of play that in between route. Um, you know, I know officially you're not going to say yes. This, this makes it purple, but it, it's very interesting to see that uh, you know, like you go down this Tinkerer's Road, and guys are kind of coining this own little you know Ventus purple. Even though, you know, that shaft mm-hmm. itself doesn't exist, but taking a Ventus red, tipping a little bit, and then it playing you know kind of in between that blue and red. But it, it's very interesting to see. You know, our communities seems to be very interested in that. <laughs> well, I would tell you this. Anytime you let club builders loose, they're going to come up with all kinds oh. of, of, of crazy things, but also some very cool things. And, uh, you know, I, that, that goes back to our early conversation about tipping. You know, you're taking a, a shaft profile that is maybe inherently softer on one end and still stiffer on the other end and, and trying to blend your way into something else. And to those guys, I say, if, if you if you grip it and tip it and it works, man, just, just go with it. <laughs> Let it rip. I mean, if it works. Um, but, again, like that kind of goes back to our earlier conversation of, of if, if these are characteristics that we see players wanting, you know, then we can start to incorporate those designs into future products. And yeah. we can actually make a shaft from start to finish that behaves that way versus having to heavily modify something. So uh, I think – Honestly, it, it's it's fun uh, to dive in the threads and read what people are doing. I think it's it's cool to hear about various success stories that people have by by tinkering one way or the other. You know, some guys no tipping and I'm playing it at 46 inches. You know, guys <laughs> yep. I'm playing at 43 and a half and I tip it an inch. You know, it's it's all over the map. Um, but I think that just shows that that Golf WX has a passionate fan base and 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 they they love golf and learning about golf and want to be better at golf. And you know, if you got some time in the garage and Take it into your own hands a little bit and see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm down to read about it. Yeah, they, I, I mean, I I do it. I mean, I'm, I'm down here doing that stuff as well. Just a forewarning, though, for anybody who's thinking about going down this road. Once you tip something, you can't go back. So go slowly. You know, don't just <laughs> it's lock like getting off. your hair. Yeah, it's yeah. Like getting your hair cut. <laughs> exactly. It takes a while for it to grow back. Don't, don't go just, too short. Don't just go full inch right off the bat. Maybe go half inch. Try it. See how it plays. And then if you need to go another half or whatever, do that. Don't just go full head first because you cannot change it once it's done and uh well yeah and and for us bk you know when we look at tipping um you know marshall's got great feedback on this as well is is that you're you're when we look at flexes and we're separating things out a full flex a full flex a full flex and we do that all the way out into our tx flex i mean it's it's legitimately a full flex stiffer we start to look at tipping as sort of that tweener option you know yeah. so if you're in between an s and an x you could go a half inch but also if you start to go a full inch versus going up to the next flex you can start to incorporate some feel characteristics of the softer flex and then some stability characteristics of maybe if you went up in a flex so there definitely is some merit to that sort of you know, going let's say seven X tipped an inch versus maybe seven T X. Yeah. Um, there, there are there are some you know subtle differences there, but uh, yeah, it's good to to if you don't want to start straight in, I'd always start at a half and, and kind of work <laughs> your way from there. 
before you just go nuts. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And uh, No, it, it's just tipping because I, I get it. There's, there's a handful of people out there I think, you know, get their hands on something, whether they, you know, get it from a buddy or a chief, whatever. And it's like, well, I got the stiff, but I really want the X. And, you know, how much can I tip it to make it an X? And like you said, you can kind of fine-tune the characteristics, but if you tip something a ton, the back end, the you know, the middle section, the butt set are, are still a stiff flex, or still a flex of whatever it was. So, right, there's right. No, I mean, in my eyes, there's no true way to take a seven S and turn it into a seven X without buying seven X. I mean, you just got to go get it. Um, like you said, that tipping can just kind of fine tune and, and maybe get you that feel or that spot that you really like, but it's not going to make the whole shaft play a hundred percent differently. I mean, that yep. stuff's still yep. there. So, yep, totally, but, totally uh, right. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, man, that's, uh, that is awesome. Uh, I know, that's it? Uh, that's my 20 questions? Did I do good? I think so. I think, I think you passed. <laughs> I think we'll give All you right. a little gold star, uh, you know, up Love there. That. But, uh, yeah, man, I want to say uh, thank you again for, uh, for taking some You're time here welcome. on Masters Week. I know, uh, you know, productivity this week is definitely lower than usual. <laughs> uh, we're, all, uh, we're all just waiting for, uh, I mean, well, tomorrow we get uh, well, we're recording this Tuesday, so I know this comes out Thursday, but we're all waiting for you know Wednesday part three, and then Thursday, man, it's go time. So I know I'm we're all excited. Eat. So it's uh, it's awesome, but uh, yeah, man, thanks again. I, I always enjoy. I mean, I always enjoy just talking to you. But thanks for taking the time and uh, absolutely you know, going you over it. some shafts and it's been a blast, man. Thank you. Give me a shot anytime, BK. All right, man. All right, buddy. Take care.